0: This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Welcome back to Hour Two on a Tuesday. Steve Simple, Jake Sorensen, Early Break. Fun show so far. Kind of been a surly show. Check out the podcast at theticketfm.com. You can always watch and comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, and on Channel 951 on Allo. Oh. Caller Texas, 402-464-5685. And as always, the show is sponsored by Gaina Trucking.
1: Before we go in, I want to address your dumb Twitter poll. Um,
0: I have an update on that, by the way.
1: Yeah. The misguided souls voting on Twitter. Go ahead.
0: What are the results? Well, can I just read the, the poll question, which was unbiased? Yes. But You admit it was unbiased. Yes. The question was this. Uh, important question for the show. Which coach would you want right now running your college football program? These are the options. Chris Kleiman or Jimbo Fisher? Chris Kleiman has 90% of the vote Nine 9-0. 90% have voted for Chris Kleiman
1: only proves unbiased. that there's a lot of misguided people out there that can only. Josh says Jimbo. Can o- Thank you, Josh. And he's having a piece of cake. Chocolate. I had some scraps. Good job. It, it was good. Just good job, proves Mark. that there's a lot of misguided people that are governed by recency. Because if you look at their records at the respective schools right now, why would you do that, Jake? Why would you do that? Jimbo has a better record at Texas A&M than Kleiman does at Kansas State. Okay? Mm-hmm. Kleiman's record at Kansas State, 30-20. and 20. That's a 600 winning percentage, if I'm doing the math correctly. That's, that's pretty good. Jimbo's record at Texas A&M, 39-21. and 21. That's a 650 winning percentage. So, well, I mean, what are we doing here?
0: Well, Jimbo... T- still, still seems to underachieve every year. Oh God, stop! They said A and M
1: wasn't A and M wasn't a juggernaut when he
0: went there. They thought they should be. <laughs> they have all the reasons to be. <laughs> Come on, don't do they that. They thought they were. No. They, that they should be. They anyway,
1: could be. anyway, so Jimbo's record at A and M, which you judge to be disappointing, is better than Kleiman's record at Kansas State. Overall. <laughs> Yes. What about the last two years, though? I think you won nine two years ago. I mean, if Kleiman wins nine, you're doing cartwheels. I mean, okay. Now this is welcome to spring, by the way, as you said. Yeah. Okay. So this is no. the deal. We we've had Bisky to argue for a full hour about
0: <laughs> right. coaches that you don't play against this year. You're not you're not playing either K State or A and M. They're not in your conference. And yeah, we're having a uh, there's. No, Knockdown, drag out, fight about that. The this, only
1: mild connection would be we think Kleiman was on Trev's
0: radar. I do believe that. Yeah.
1: I do too. G- G- I do Jimbo
0: too. wasn't obviously for because he was was not an option here. He was getting paid a lot of money at A and M. Right. But I love Chris Kleiman. I'm a big fan, you know, I'm a huge fan of him. And the tw- the tweeters now ninety percent. The
1: tweeters. Doesn't it? Give you pause that Jimbo has a better record at te- Texas A I
0: pause for one second. and I move on with climbing, <laughs> climbing. See that? Thought about it. <laughs> Recruiting classes are great. I'm, I'm glad you can you can get great players there. But what are you doing with the great players? Chris Climent was was Deuce Vaughn a highly ranked player at Kansas State? Keep the answer is no. Just keep overthinking. The answer is no. Just keep he overthinking. Wasn't.
1: Overthink your way into. An abyss of losing.
0: I'd rather have a guy that's an overachiever than an underachiever. Oh God, that's beautiful. You d- you disagree with that?
1: I, I'm I'm tired of overachieving talk. Sim, take the L. Someone says, <laughs> "No, I'm not taking. <laughs> I'm not taking the L. I'm not taking the L." Kleiman Cl- loses at a higher rate than Jimbo at a place where. In, in a situation where you judge Jimbo to be failing, he's even he's even winning at a higher rate than Kleiman. Let
0: me ask you a simple well, question. Can I here. just
1: say it that way? Even at a in a situation where you judge Jimbo to be losing at too high of a rate, he's winning at a higher rate than Chris Kleiman.
0: I'm going to ask you one question here. If Jimbo Fisher had not won a title 10 years ago, would you have this stance on him?
1: That's a big if there, sport. I mean, that's a on, big champ. if. Come on, champ. What,
0: what are you going to say? <laughs> that's What's
1: a say? big if. He won the national title.
0: As, and, and so did Gene Chiswick though. As we pointed <laughs> out. I'll keep. <laughs> don't I do that. I will keep bringing don't up. Don't do that because Gene no. Chiswick in any conversation about national championships. Or Les miles, or less miles. Les miles. Less miles is a good coach. I like less miles. He, he he was consistently a winner i'm not going to bring him in that conversation i, I don't think he deserves Jeez, yeah, the I, same conversation as
1: well, well, gene Frickin' chizik well jimbo doesn't deserve to be in the same conversation as gene Frickin' chizik and if you want me to bring up their records overall i will <laughs> all right uh, <laughs> no i'm not taking an L
0: texter. uh drew says this nothing better than sip getting in a tizzy especially when he's wrong <laughs> Jimbo is completely overrated. <laughs> uh, Drew, uh, thank you, Drew. It's a good text. Really, really, Drew, Drew
1: really, Drew, think about it. You, if, they're, if they're standing there and you got to pick one to run your program, you're really picking climbing over Jimbo, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. you yeah. really doing that? It's right. I mean, you really betting the house on that? Uh-uh.
0: No, you're not. Hit the button, Jim. You
1: are betting the house on the guy that can get you the big-time players. That's what you're doing.
0: Jim that Bo's man proof. is so desperate he hired Bobby Petrino to, to run his offense.
1: <laughs> I'm not talking about that.
0: Well, that's part of the equation here. He's, de- he's so desperate he got a guy he's that's been run out correct. of football to come coach his offense. He
1: wasn't run out of football. He came from Missouri, the, 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 one of those directional run, Missouri run
0: schools. Run out of Division One FBS football. Let's go with that. Yeah, okay. He came from directional Missouri. He is that desperate. We'll move on. Yeah, we'll move on. Because from one tizzy to another tizzy coming for <laughs> SIP. 402-464-5685. Call or text is always. Um, here. This is going to be a question that probably gets hammered from people. I just, I just want to have a conversation about it. Okay. Is it always a celebration to overachieve in your first season with a program? Or can it sometimes elevate expectations too quickly? I When we pause for a second here. Sonny Dykes. Sonny Dykes. His first year at TCU. They went from 5 and 7 before he got there to runners-up in college football. They lost the title game to Georgia. They lost also the big they won the Big 12 regular season, lost the title game to Kansas State, but still a, a really good season, two losses and a loss in the national championship. Now, if you're a TCU fan going forward, what is your expectation for TCU in the program? Is is it the playoff or bust because he did it in his first year? Have you set up Sunny Dykes for failure because he got to the, the playoff in his first year at the school?
1: I see where you're coming from. I just think this is another classic example of overthinking. Okay. If if Matt Rule, you write you write this in the rundown. If Matt Rule were to somehow win ten games next year or more, does that quickly change the expectations to winning the Big Ten next season? What if they twenty twenty four? Yeah. Yeah in 2024. What if they dove down Nebraska dove down to 7-8 wins the next year instead? I that would listen, uh, you're not turning down a 10-win season. No, you're not. Because you're worried about the impact on the fans' psyches. No, you don't worry about it. that's what I mean by overthinking. We do that a lot in this market. We do we just We're the kings of it. We are the absolute kings of it. No, you don't. No. If Rural, you don't turn it down, no.
0: But but what? Does no, it does it doesn't, it change your
1: expectations. No, so. I, I mean, would people become irrational? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a little bit. But you still take it. I don't know. I wonder at TCU. You have to take into account that's a way different. It's a much different world at TCU than it is in Lincoln. Mm-hmm. They don't have, I don't know, what 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 have I said? Twelve sports talk shows pretty much dedicated to nebraska football they don't have that in tcu they don't have that in fort worth tcu is generally an afterthought they are it's cowboys. far behind it's cowboys. cowboys far behind cowboys i bet they're talking about the mavericks the train wreck that is the Mavericks right they now. are no it's not the same thing so i think tcu i don't think i'll be a big issue i don't think people are gonna are going to be highly critical of dykes if they slip back to eight or seven Wins this year, and I don't even think that would happen in Nebraska necessarily. If if he would, if rule would take him to ten plus this
0: year, mm-hmm. yeah, it would. It would create some confusion. Disappointing year two if they won eight or seven games. Ah, I don't know. I just
1: don't think we. I don't think we'd look at it that way as much as we overthink everything around here. Um, I think it, God, I'd beg. For, I mean, I just bring on the scenario. Bring it on. Bring it on. Now, do I think it's going to happen, and do I do I think it should happen? No, no, I'm not that. I and, and I know what I was talking about earlier with Brian Kelly and Kalen DeBoer, Lance Leipold, um, all these guys who just whipped around programs fast. I don't necessarily think Rule should be expected to do that here. Now, on the other hand, he didn't even walk into a train wreck here. I mean, it's he can he can get to a bowl game this year. He would tell you that. I mean there's it doesn't have to be a slow bill. This is where I get so tired of that narrative. It does not have to be a slow bill. It doesn't. That's just you overthinking. There's no
0: such thing as a 7-year runway. You don't need Oh yeah,
1: you, you, you're just overthinking it if you I mean why why can it happen in all these other places but not here? Tell me that. There's no reason. Why can it happen in all these places in basketball and we But we have this conversation that Nebraska men's basketball is some kind of separate entity that needs eight years to grow. Why did it Tim
0: Miles made the dance in the second season? Why
1: did Kansas State not need eight years to grow? Why did Kim Mulkey go to LSU, take a team that two years ago was nine and thirteen and then three in three years win the national championship? Because she doesn't have those dumb thoughts in her head of this can't happen because it's, you know, I, I walked into a train wreck and it's going to take a long time. you gotta, you got to look at what I walked into. No, just, great coaches don't have that conversation in their head. They say, we're going we're to take
0: care of this now. And you can do it in this day and age. You it can. It's happened. It's happening.
1: It's happening all around us.
0: NIL makes it possible too.
1: Yeah, transfer portal NIL. It's yep. happening all in good coaching. It's happening all around us. Why can't it happen here,
0: Jake? There's no reason why it can't. We're we're waiting for our turn. When is it our turn to experience that kind of success and joy and and surprise to a certain extent?
1: It's it's all about finding the right coach. These coaches did it. Kalen DeBoer's the right coach, obviously. Josh Heupel is the right coach, obviously. Sonny Dykes is the right coach. Lance Leipold is the right coach. Jerome Tang is the right coach. Absolutely, Right? Rick Patino is obviously the right coach for anywhere. St. John's now. You know what? What's going to happen with St. John's? They're going to win quickly. Yeah. It's going to happen quickly. And they're not going to say, well, you know, he walked into a bad situation. That Mike Anderson left a bad situation. Well, first of all, Anderson didn't leave that bad a situation. But, you know, if he did, patino would rip it around and he wouldn't make excuses when he doesn't.
0: Right? Yep. I, I just want... Nebraska fans, for the show and fans listening, to, to go through a season with a good taste in their mouth the whole time and end with that. The last time that probably happened was maybe 2009. Right, and the last time you got you were surprised by year it was probably two thousand eight. Eight, eight, yeah. Because they came off a five and seven year, yeah, and they won nine games. You said, "Oh my god, okay, great first year. They won a bowl game B- against Clemson. Clemson. This B- is B- great. Clemson, yeah. That's the last time you ended a year with, with like just a really good taste god, in your mouth. Stop and think about
1: what you're saying, please. Two thousand
0: eight, eight, <laughs> oh, and 9 is the last year that you you again you were happy with how the season went. Again, unfortunate against Texas, but." You're optimistic. Wasn't there another year somewhere in No, because there? 10 ended poorly. He lost to Oklahoma, and he lost to Washington in the bowl game. Terrible. Great rough. start. Amazing no, start of the year. But the end of the year, horrible oh, taste in your mouth.
1: Rough. Horrible. Rough. Well, the Washington thing was rough. Because he already beat Bo them. mailed that in. I mean, he did. He didn't want to play Washington
0: at all. I mean, they were doomed in
1: that game. Yeah,
0: and so you know, they, they blow a 17-0 lead to Oklahoma, lose yeah. the title game, and then yeah, they don't want to play Washington. They lose that game. It's then what just was, terrible. It
1: was 11. Why was there a problem there?
0: Well, they didn't win their bowl game. Yeah. 12. What year did they play Georgia in the, in the uh, Gator Bowl? I think that was 12. 12. Yeah, that was 12. a de- decent feeling you, after okay. that. Yeah, because he beat Georgia. That was yeah. okay. not
1: great, though. It wasn't a great feeling.
0: Th- I think that was 11. Then he lost back to back years in the Capital One Bowl okay. to Carolina and in, in Georgia. Yeah,
1: then the the Pelini, you know, when the switch over to I-Course occurred, then it started feel everything started feeling weird. Um, and Bo was sort of on this sort of. Like lukewarm to hot seat. Every, I mean, people in the program knew it. A lot outside didn't recognize it, and then it, got, then it became sort of pretty recognizable to everybody. And boom, he's getting fired at nine and
0: four and beating so, Iowa. So, so it so so, didn't yeah. feel
1: good there. When Riley went to the. Music City Bowl in 2016. No, it, it didn't, didn't feel, feel it didn't, no, feel, it didn't right. feel that good.
0: No, it didn't feel Yeah, the the 7-0 start felt fake too, right? No, it didn't feel there was a lot of squabbling with
1: fans. Um I was in the middle of it a lot of times because I didn't believe in what was going on at all.
0: I They they were a fraudulent 7-0. We all knew it. Mm-hmm. You could see there was a lot of you know, Tennessee leaks, whipped leaks. them.
1: Yeah. Tennessee whipped them in the bowl game. Josh Dobbs, Yeah, yeah. whipped them.
0: Alvin Kamara.
1: Yeah. No, there wasn't. A, God, you're right. You got to go back.
0: God. Uh, maybe 2011 when they beat Georgia in the, in the Gator Bowl. Yeah. But that's a maybe. Yeah. I'm saying for sure the last time we, we went through a season, like, was surprise mm-hmm. and had a great feeling was 2008. 2009 mm-hmm. was there, but you we weren't, we weren't surprised because you had a good year in 08 and you thought you, you were setting yourself up for a good year in 09. If
1: you got eight this year, there'd be a great feeling.
0: Of course, there would be. Yeah.
1: Great feeling. Seven, You haven't made a bowl good. game
0: in six years.
1: Seven, pretty good, especially if you tack a bowl win on it. God, get – I mean, it's – I'm just saying. Are you depressed over there? No, depressing God, a little you? bit when you talk about that. Is this that, depressing you right now? The, oh, eight? That's a long time ago.
0: That's 15 years ago. 15 years ago might be the last time you were surprised in a good way with the result of a season.
1: That's three head coaches ago.
0: I know. I mean, 15 years ago. I was, I was in high school. I'm 32 this month. I was in high school. We need a good season around here. you, you got fans saying they'll accept six and six. Now uh-huh. go win eight or nine and make it, yeah. I mean Probably the same thing in, in 08. We said six wins, seven wins, get us back to a bowl game.
1: I'm not saying that Rule's got to go win seven or eight to, to prove anything about his worth. I'm just saying it doesn't have to be a slow build. It just does not have to be. I think we talk ourselves into that, and I know a lot of people do, I, I, and I think it's because of trepidation, and they're worried about what how Rule's going to feel if there's a little pressure on him. Rule says it himself. I mean, Rule, what did he say the other day? What did he say? What was the quote the other day that jumped out at you? Come
0: on said so the team needs to believe the, the, yeah the O line just needs to believe no it
1: wasn't that it was we're not here oh, to, to lose games and then tell the, fans, the fans afterwards team. thank you yep no rules got the right mentality I'm I'm you know what jake after this spring I have a a high high degree of confidence in who's leading that program in part because he's not in your head guy he's Let's take care of business now, guy. Okay. What did he, what's he done with recruiting? He's just gone full-on aggressive, bringing in four stars that for Junior Day a couple weeks ago, bringing in five-star guys, getting the attention of the number one-rated tackle in the country. Jake, you can have your little Chris Kleiman cute story. I like Chris Kleiman. Uh, yeah, that's nice. But that's not what wins championships, okay? Developing three-star players is not going to beat Ohio State. Okay, I'm sorry. That's a nice little thing you got going in your brain, but you think developing three-star players is going to beat Ohio State or Harbaugh?
0: As long as he's there, I, he won't be there much longer. But the it could have beat Harbaugh this year, possibly. TCU beat them. They beat TCU. TCU got beat by Kansas State, and TCU beat Michigan, so they can beat Michigan. You're talking about Georgia, who no one's beating right now. Give me a break. Georgia's on a different level. We're talking about one team. Don't quit. Stop overthinking. We'll never stop overthinking. We imagination. will never stop overthinking in this market, ever. Well, I'm the king of it, but not, not in all cases. All right. Robin Washit is next on Early Break in the Ticket.